2: plushcare.com slash weight loss
3: previously on haunted
4: got a ghost that has not only identified a focus but has made a very real death threat against somebody
5: are you saying that my daughter is lying no I'm saying that she
6: could be lying you all could be lying call me Connors Preston Connors the paranormal hunter for the new generation
5: ectoplasm there was no ectoplasm present in any of the rooms, nor any defined cold spots, nor any readings for the K2 meter. Have you ever heard of ghost activity that didn't exhibit at least one of those three signs?
6: Miss Sunderland has given me permission to hold a seance in the house.
5: Ha- Maybe you're happy to do nothing whilst the Sword of Damocles dangles above your head, but I am not.
4: My situation is not an excuse to not help people.
6: It is to me that so long as I, Preston i am here, Absolutely nobody, and I mean nobody in this house, will come to any harm.
7: Ah! Haunted, the audio drama, Episode six. The Haunting of Sunderland House, part three of four. Written by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges.
4: walk through of the house I'm now in the room that belongs to Rebecca Sunderland. Her father showed us video footage that supposedly shows Rebecca under the influence of some sort of entity. I've never dealt with a possession before, I've researched the topic heavily but to find someone actually suffering a real-life possession, not that I would want somebody to be possessed or anything but it would be a wonderful opportunity. Rebecca claims she doesn't remember anything from the incident but- ow! Ow! Note to self, watch where you're going, Abigail. Rebecca Sunderland's room is a converted attic. It is fairly large, but the ceiling slopes down on either side of the room, giving the whole thing a very claustrophobic feel. Let's see. It is a little cold in here, but no more so that I would expect from this time of year. Rebecca seems to be a normal teenage girl. She has a small television on the unit at the front of her bed, a small writing desk with a laptop sitting atop it. There's a bookshelf. Complete with the first editions of all james's books, I'm sure I'll be thrilled to learn that. Hmm. no readings on the k2 I can't see any signs of ectoplasm in the room unless Rebecca has been getting rid of it. Demonic possessions are usually accompanied by a sulphur like smell, but Rebecca's room smells of Yankee candles. I do believe that's lavender and jasmine, but what do I know? Maybe James is right. Maybe this is all overblown. So far we haven't seen anything convincing of the haunting. Just for once I'd have hoped to prove him wrong. Oh my god. I think something is happening. I don't know if the dictaphone is picking this up, but there's... There's something in this room. I can hear it scratching at the floorboards. Oh, please don't let it be a rat. Isn't this an age-old film? The thing that hides under the bed. My heart is in my throat right now. Gotcha.
3: Ah! No, no!
2: Abigail, are you okay? Are you alright?
3: What, what happened?
6: This girl is clearly in shock. This is why you should leave ghost hunting to a professional.
4: I, uh, I saw... Oh, my head!
6: Something definitely happened in here. My detector is picking up huge spikes in Preston particles.
3: Presto what?
6: Did you just
2: make up a particle and name it after yourself? What happened?
3: Is everyone okay?
2: Abigail saw something.
6: Under the bed.
2: There's nothing under there now.
6: Preston particle readings are particularly high around the bed, though. So let's not discount the young lady.
4: What the fuck is a Preston particle?
6: Over the many years of my research, I have identified the existence of subatomic particles that seem to appear only in the presence of ghostly activity. I theorise that what we call ghosts are actually beings from another dimension, and that they leave these particles behind when they travel. It's a revolutionary theory, if I do say
2: so myself.
3: So you're saying this ghost may not be the spirit of Henry Morton Jenkins at all?
2: Look, I know I don't know a lot about this particular science, but surely a discovery that big would have revolutionised mainstream science. You can't just go around making things up, Mr Connors. How dare you! Hm. I can see James Hunter's scepticism has worn
6: off on his companions as well. Such a shame. Mr and Mrs Sunderland, I think that it's time we conducted our seance to try and contact whatever presence exists in your home.
2: Are you okay, Abby?
3: I think. Oh, Dan, this is all so scary...
2: There, there. It'll be all right. We're going to take care of this, okay? I promise.
3: You'll come to the seance, won't you, Dan? Please don't make me go through this alone.
2: I won't. I'm just going to help Abigail and then I'll be right down.
3: Okay. You two seem close all of a sudden.
2: What? She's upset. I'm comforting her. I do it for anybody and you know it.
4: (laughs) Yeah. I bet you like to comfort her, all right?
2: Uh. Are you jealous, Abigail? Of
4: course I'm not. I, I just think you should behave a bit more professionally on a job. Abigail. Come on, James was right. Preston is an idiot. We can't let him run the seance without us though.
1: I don't know what to tell you. Somehow this guy managed to go completely off-grid. Off-grid? Every number we find for him has been disconnected. He has no bank accounts I can find, and no family left. I have to give him some respect. Going off grid is not exactly easy in the 21st century.
5: I'm sure he'll be glad you approved.
1: Oh, I said I respected it. I didn't say I approved. The golf grid of freaks. Why on earth would anyone want to disconnect from the internet? It's got the whole world at your fingertips. Everything happens these days. Oh, I can't wait for the day they invent technology to put us all in the Matrix.
5: Yeah, is that the one where they all live inside a video game?
1: A yeah, computer simulation. It'll be fucking awesome.
5: Well, I'm not quite so happy to bury my head in the sand as you are. So, if we can't track down Malcolm Halliday via any of your methods, what's our next step?
1: You have any luck talking to Michael Cross? As far as I can tell, he's the only person who's still in touch with him.
5: No, he's been dodging my calls. Perhaps
6: it's time I took a trip up there to visit him in person. I'm just going to put these here.
4: A notepad and pens? What's that for?
6: Sometimes the presence may want to communicate with us through automatic writing. Automatic writing?
4: It's a phenomenon where people supposedly allow a presence, usually a spirit, to take control of their hand and communicate by drawing or writing on a
3: piece of paper. How common is a phenomenon like that? James would say never, but I don't really know.
1: Look, I know there's been a lot of disagreement here today, but all we want is to help our daughter. We're willing to try anything, but can we just take
6: it seriously? Of course. And with the last candle lit, let us all join hands. Please be aware that this circle cannot be broken once we begin until the séance has ended. Why not? Think of it like closing and locking a door, my dear. If you don't close the door after you, then anything can get into your house. I once knew a family who were haunted by a talking budgie. They held a séance without any professional involvement and didn't complete the ritual correctly. They were shortly joined by a ghostly ferret and a cloudy spotted leopard.
2: Haunted animals now.
3: Will you hold my hand, Dan?
2: Oh, um, of course, Miss Sunderland. <sighs> Whatever.
6: Aye, uh, here you go, Courtney. May I call you Courtney? Of course. <laughs> my, that is a lovely scent you've got on. Do I detect juniper berry? I, um, yeah,
4: I think so. Oh, God, your hand is so clammy.
6: Let's begin, shall we? Everyone, please, I ask that you open your minds, feel the spirits move through you, feel the turning of the earth beneath your feet. Leave all negativity outside the circle.
2: Ouch. Abby, don't squeeze my hand so hard. Sorry.
6: We ask to communicate with whatever force inhabits this house. Please, if you can hear us, we mean you no harm. My name is Preston Connors. Please, spirit... I would like to meet you. We are but curious
1: individuals. It's
3: freezing! I felt that too, just down my neck.
4: Are there any windows open?
1: I'll check.
6: No, don't leave the
4: circle. Remember what I said.
2: Okay, okay, I I won't move. Something is here. Please,
6: Spirit, can you give us a sign of your presence? Oh, thank you, Spirit. Please, are you happy to converse with us? Please offer us one tap for no and two for yes. Are you the spirit of Henry Morton Jenkins, who died in this very house?
7: No. Then who could it be?
3: Are you the spirit of his wife, the late Caroline Jenkins?
7: Caroline,
6: is it true that you killed Henry? Caroline, are you an angry
2: spirit?
4: Dan, Dan. What? Something isn't right.
2: Like what? Rebecca, you're squeezing my hand. Can you let up a bit? Did you make a death
6: threat against David Sunderland, the patriarch of this household? May I ask why? Have I somehow offended you? Well, spirit? Oh my.
2: Jesus Christ. No, the the circle. What is it? Stand back. They're pebbles. It's raining pebbles.
4: (gasps) we're doomed. I don't feel very good. Are you okay? Look at
2: Rebecca. Vicky, stay back. What's wrong with her eyes? They've rolled back in her head. Is she having some sort of fit again? She's possessed. I I told you not to break the circle. Rebecca,
3: look at me. What?
4: Confess.
3: Look at her hands. They're twisted like claws. Everybody stay calm. Rebecca. Confession or death. Confession or death. Confession or death. What confession do you want from me, you monster? angry, so angry. Who are you? Why can't you leave my family alone? She's got the notepad. I am sent from beyond. I am a harbinger of death. I will hear confession for my master. This isn't right.
6: What master do you serve, you vile creature?
3: That no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark. Ah or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Becky, stop this. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is 666. My God! Ah! Ah!
1: Oh God,
6: she's bleeding.
4: Rebecca! Abigail, help! Abigail!
3: James,
0: help.
7: No. No sources cited. Amateur mistake. Come in. Excuse me. I'm looking for a Dr Michael Cross. That would be me. And who, may I ask, are you?
5: My name is James Hunter. I'm a... well, it's kind of hard to explain. I'm sort of a detective. A police officer? Not quite. I'm looking into something a bit more unusual, and I need to ask you about some time you spent working for a company named Derringer Audio. I still don't know who you are. I'm a specialist in unusual happenings. Unexplained mysteries.
7: Sir, as you can see, I am a very busy man. I have a lot of papers to grade. I'm not going to talk about my work history with a complete stranger. Then how about Malcolm Halliday?
5: Excuse me? During your time at Derringer, you worked with a man named Dr Malcolm Halliday, a neurologist. And you remained friends afterwards, as I
7: understand it.
5: What was a neurologist doing working at an audio manufacturer?
7: I haven't spoken to Malcolm Halliday in months. Nor has
5: anybody else. Dr Halliday is effectively missing, and I desperately need to find him.
7: Missing? Uh, Please, Malcolm has always been a private man. Even more so after he lost his wife and daughter. He probably wants to be left alone. Be that as it may,
5: it is very important that I find him. I've been looking into a phenomenon that is affecting the residents of a town named Greenvale. That's right. The same town you and Halliday lived in when you were working for Derringer.
7: What sort of phenomenon?
5: There's a sound. A strange frequency that seems to be being broadcast over the radio station at random intervals. It affects anybody who hears it. And do you think Malcolm Halliday is behind this? Not necessarily, but I do know that whoever is was hiding in the old Derringer warehouse. And when I pulled up a list of their employees, it seemed strange to me that a consultant neurologist was on the payroll.
7: Well, he was only brought in as an external consultant. On a project that seems to have been scrapped. That's right. The project was scrapped, as projects often are at large corporations, and I came to work here. But you stayed in touch with Dr. Halliday? Yes, I did, but as I've already said, he was a private person. Both of us are very busy. It isn't like we were meeting for Sunday brunch every week. This project he was consulting on, was it dangerous? Was it some sort of oral weapon system? Mr. Hunter, I'm afraid I will speak with you no further. Quite frankly, your line of questioning is preposterous. And I have no idea why I should be answering your questions anyway. Yes, Halliday and I both worked for Derringer Audio for a brief while. No, I have no idea where he is now. Good day. <sighs> okay.
5: Thank you for your time.
7: Johnny Malcolm. What have you done?
4: She's stirring.
2: Is she all right? Give her some space. Let me scan her for Preston particles.
3: The spirits have affected her too.
2: Please, can we all give her some space? Mr. Connors, could you take the family and wait downstairs?
3: And miss the action?
2: Perhaps you could sweep the scene for any evidence. As part of an actual police
6: investigation? Er, uh, sure. You can count on me, officer.
2: You too, Rebecca.
3: But I...
2: Preston and your parents will look after you for now. I need to be with Abigail.
3: Oh... I see.
2: Abigail, are you okay? Dan? Yeah, yeah, it's me.
3: My mouth, dry. Oh,
2: here, drink this water.
4: What happened?
2: What do you remember?
4: Rebecca freaked out. She was speaking in a weird voice about the devil and and the signal. I heard the signal on the radio. Did they all hear it? Have they all been exposed? Well,
2: whoa, whoa, Abigail, there was no signal. The radio didn't come on at all. What? Rebecca did have an Experience. She was doing that automatic writing thing you talked about and muttering stuff. But I didn't hear a weird voice.
4: I'm telling you, I heard it. Oh, come on, don't look at me like that. Like what? Like you feel sorry for me.
2: I just think you've been through a lot and the stress is probably getting to you.
4: I am not stressed. Where am I?
2: It's Rebecca's bedroom. I think you should rest up here for a bit. You need me. Always. But for now, I think you should let me handle this. I can't believe I'm saying this, but I think James might have been right about this place.
4: What do you mean?
2: I think we're being played. Do you remember the hail of stones during the seance?
4: Against the window?
2: Yeah. The family say they've had a few of these events, right? Right. Whilst you were out, I did some investigating.
4: Jesus, how long was I out?
2: It's been nearly an hour. The family were distracted in here with Preston doing his scans and Rebecca going on about how the spirits had attached themselves to you. I decided to bear in mind what James had said and think critically.
4: I'm surprised you weren't busy comforting Rebecca.
2: Jealousy isn't a good look on you, Abby.
4: Whatever. Tell me about this investigation you did.
2: They're faking the haunting. What? Or at least one of them is. I found this. What is that? They sell these in pet stores. They're timed feeders for pets. You fill this tube here with, let's say, dog food for argument's sake. Then you can use an app on your phone to set a timer that will release the food at a time of your choosing. I found this rigged up to the guttering right above the window where we were doing the seance.
4: Somebody filled it with pebbles and had it release?
2: They're portable too. Whoever it is could have been moving this to all sorts of places around the house to create this hail of pebbles effect.
4: Oh my god.
2: I hate to admit it, but. James was right. There's nothing about the supposed possession that Rebecca experienced that couldn't have been faked by a halfway talented actress.
4: But I saw something under the bed.
2: Uh, maybe it was a trick? You were up here alone, in a mindset to find something spooky and your brain filled in the details. I'm
4: not a liar, Dan. No,
2: I didn't say that.
4: I'm not stupid either.
2: I know what I saw. Okay, 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 calm down. Just, just rest here for a bit, okay? I'm going to keep investigating, alright? I, I want to talk to the family members. It's about time we started approaching this thing logically. Hello? James, it's me. Deputy Dan? I'm not... Yes, whatever. I need you to come back to the Sunderland house. What happened? Something's wrong with Abigail. She reckons she saw a ghost under bed in Rebecca's room. Then Preston was doing a seance and she freaked out. Claims she heard Rebecca speaking in a weird voice when nobody else could hear it. She says she heard the signal playing as well. The signal. Damn it. I think you were right. I think the Sunlands are faking the haunting. I found a timer-operated pet feeder hanging from the guttering on the roof. I think that's how they've been faking the seemingly random hail of pebbles.
5: A timed pet feeder? Well, I guess I have to give them points for creativity.
2: Can you come back here, please? I'm worried about Abigail, and I'm out of my depth here.
5: It'll take me a while to get to you.
2: Why? Where are you? Lincoln. Lincoln? What are you doing in Lincoln?
5: Long story, I'm on my way right now. Keep Abigail safe, Dan.
2: I'll do my best. Bloody hell. Hey, Abigail, I've texted Peterson and asked him to look up any records on the Sunderlands. See if we can... Abigail? Oh, no, 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 no.
3: Abigail, where are you?
7: Starring Jamie Evans as James Hunter and Isabella Barbieri as Abigail Corbyn. With special guest Luke Hunter as Dan Cowell. Also featuring Megan Condon, David Anthony Green, Jim Carter, Madeline Carter, Benton Hodges, Rory Jocelyn, Narration by David Anthony Green. Opening and closing themes by James Crow. Haunted the Audio Drama is created by Jamie Evans. With all episodes produced and directed by Jamie Evans and Benton Hodges. Audio engineering by Benton Hodges, Charles Topping, and Jamie Evans. Haunted is a production of Impala Films and is recorded at Free Sprite Media Studios, with special thanks to Duncan Newham for equipment support. Thank you for listening to this audio presentation. Come back next week for the next terrifying chapter of Haunted, the audio drama.